I'm, I'm so glad to be here, not because I've been called to preach or to speak, but because of what I think God is about to do. Amen. Amen. Oh, come on, preach with me. Amen. When I say and you don't respond, I don't feel you, and I need to feel some presence. Amen. So, this morning we are continuing our series that we began. We're going to end it today, and I'm going to fuse it to what we um, are doing for this week, which is talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's share a quick word of prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for this chance to speak. I pray that you use me to bless your people. Set me aside and take control by your Holy Spirit. But that is why we are here. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So, uh, who, just a quick review of what we did last time, because that's the essence of me preaching back to back, so that we build on what we did last time. Yes, who remembers what we talked about quickly? Within the next two minutes, and then we'll move on. Goodness, hallelujah. Besides, said goodness. Yes, anybody else? Quickly, yes. What was the theme for the last two weeks? I know it's been a while, but you are smart students, so. Say it louder, please. The character of the new man. Thank you. Amen. That was the topic. Thank you. Amen. Amen. We said the character of, the, of a new man, and with that, we broke it into two. We started with goodness. So today, we are going to build on to the next one. Yes. Anything else? Yes. Yes, just one other thing, and then we'll move on. Anybody else? Oh, there are some college students here, and they are here today. Hallelujah. As well as some college grads too. Amen. Yes, give me one. Okay, I'll, oh, somebody sign those up. Yes. Goodness versus righteousness. You said there's a difference between being righteous and a difference between being good. And then we said, since you brought that up, let's build on that a little bit. We said that in the interest of time, I would say. We said that righteousness is by virtue of the law. God just called us and said that you are righteous, not because of what you have done, not because of what you can do, but I myself have made you righteous. But as for goodness, you have to choose to be good. Hello, right? That's what we said, right? So somebody can be righteous. as a Christian, all right. I mean, he's, he's been bona fide, justified, sanctified Christian. But he is, he's not a good person. If you step on his, on his or her toes, he may reply. And then after that, he'll go back to his God and say, God, forgive me. So this is a person who is righteous, and yet he's not good. So we learned, in short, that we have to learn to add on to the righteousness that God has given us to be good. Amen. I think that is a good summary for all that we did. Amen. God bless you, good students. Amen. So today, we are going to go to the next one, which is also the character of the, of the new man. And our main scripture was 2 Corinthians 5.17. And today we are going to talk about the new man receiving power and being empowered. Hallelujah. And that is where we're going to link the Holy Spirit teaching for today. Amen. So the new man, the character of the new man. So if you have become a new man, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold! 
all things have become new. So we are new, and we have learned to be good as new people. And today, we are new, and we have received the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So if anybody becomes a new creation, they have received the Spirit of God, and they have received power. And then there's another word, they have also been empowered. So there's difference between receiving just power and being what? Empowered. Hallelujah. According to dictionary.com, power is to give, no, empower. Let me start with power. Power is the ability to do or act capability of doing or accomplishing something. That is power. So if you have the ability to do something or, 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 or capable of doing something, you have power to do that thing. Hallelujah. That doesn't bring out the real divine meaning of power. Amen. Uh, there's also a scientific definition of power. Those of you who, who do science, power is the ability to do work. Right? Hallelujah. And you can add time to it if you want to go back to your verses. Those of you uh, who are still in college. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the ability to do something. If you have power, if somebody said you have power over this, it means that you can do that thing. Hallelujah. That is what power is. And to empower is to give power. Hallelujah. Or authority. Or to authorize somebody to do something. So, if you have received power, you have been given the power to do. And then if you have been empowered, you have also been given the power to give authority or to give power to somebody else. Oh, I didn't hear amen. Hallelujah. So as a new man, you have received power and you have been empowered. Hello? Hello? Oh, come on, speak with me. The Holy Ghost is here. Hallelujah. You have received power and you have been empowered. Two things in one from the new man. As soon as you became a believer, that thing has come upon you. You have received power and you have been empowered. If you read in Romans chapter number 6, take that by Romans chapter number 1, verse 16 to 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation. Hallelujah. It is the power of God that brings salvation. And then it says, to everyone who believes. So when you believed and you became a new man, the power of God brought you salvation. That is the first level of the power coming unto you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now when you go to First um, Corinthians 15, 1-4, it talks about the same thing in a different way. But in the interest of time, let's go to John chapter number 1, verses 11-13. to 13. He came to that which was his own. But his own did not receive him. Yet, everybody say yet. Oh, come on, man. This is PR, right? Are we still in PR or are we in Central? We are not in the, in the place where only old people are, right? Hallelujah. We are in a place of young, energetic men and women. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to say, when we say yet, you got to say yet. Hallelujah. He came to that which was his own. But his own did not receive him. Yet. Everybody say yet. yet. Good. To all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right. If your version says he gave the power, let me know. Raise your hand. Some versions will say he gave the power. Nobody has that? 
Okay, it's the same. So, to those that believed, when Jesus came, he came to the Jews at first. You know, God had a huge plan for mankind. Started with the Jews, taking them as a church on the desert and training and seeing how church, his own church will be. And then, he sent Jesus. When Jesus came, it was expected that, you know, having come to his own people, they would accept him, but a lot of them did not believe him. But then he said that, as many as received him, he gave power to become the sons and daughters of Christ. Hallelujah. So when you accept Jesus, you receive the power to become. Everybody say the power to become. Oh, come on, say it with vigor. Power to become. You have, be you have received the power to become a child, a son, a daughter of Christ, or of God. Hallelujah. You have received the power to become the child of God. A new man receiving power. Since you believed, you have received that power. And now, you are called a child. Amen. The power to become a son. That is what legally we call adoption. Now, with that being said, let's move on to Romans chapter number 8. Verse, I'm running because I work with time. What time should I stop presiding? <laughs> Hallelujah. He hinted me that we should be fast because we also have... Um, uh, by the way, if they can, uh, anybody can help pass out the Lord's Supper because anytime the Spirit tells me we will eat. Amen. Romans 8, verse 14 to 17. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Hello? The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. Everybody say, your adoption to sonship. Come on, let's do it again. Your adoption to sonship. Hallelujah. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Verse 16. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we, shall, we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Hallelujah. Now, when we read in John, John is saying that we receive the power to become children. I'm transitioning, so we, we have to pay attention here. We receive the power to become children. The power of sonship. We, we have received the adoption. Now you have been adopted. As a matter of fact, if you read further down in verse 13 uh, of John 1, it says that children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. Hallelujah. When we decided to have Nathan, we decided... Because both of us were done with school. We said, we need a son. I told my wife, we have two girls. I need a son. That was a decision. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. And the point was, how are you going to get a son? How you know? And like, I need a son. I went to God in prayer. I still remember when I prayed that prayer near a Christmas tree. And I said, God, I want a son. Hallelujah. That was the power of my decision. I decided I want a son. And I followed it with action, right? 
But having become the sons and daughters of Christ, we did not make that decision. It wasn't the choice or decision by any natural man. As a matter of fact, I put down there, it is a supernatural decision of God. It is not in the will of any man. God himself chose you one day and said that, you, I make you a son. I make you my daughter. I make you my child by his own power. Hallelujah. And so having done that, you have received the power of adoption. You have received the sonship. Now, the next level we are going is the empowerment portion. So we receive the power. Hello? We receive the power to become. You are the child of God. I am the child of God. We receive our healing. When the power comes on you, you receive everything that you want. But now we are going to the next level, which is the empowerment. And that is where in Romans, when we read, it says that, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. So when you received and you became the child of God, you received by the Holy Ghost. That is actually the essence of becoming the, 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 the child of God. Hallelujah. Not only did you believe, when you believed, the Spirit of God came in and fulfilled that promise that made you a son. So the adoption is actually a creation of the Spirit. That's why he's saying in Romans 8 there that those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. So when you receive Christ, the Holy Spirit came in you. You became led by the Spirit, and by that time, the adoption became, the adoption papers became completed. Hallelujah. Amen. I always fancy adopting another child. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I, I, want, I, 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 I think I know why. We used to have a neighbor who adopted two children. Hallelujah. And they had bona fide ownership of the children. I mean, they, they, they are, their children are dears. As, even as of now, we still follow them on Facebook and stuff. We know the children are growing bigger and the children haven't left because they have become their children. Two children have become their children by the papers that be. In our case, the papers that be is by being led by the Spirit. When you accepted Christ as your personal Savior and the Holy Ghost came, you became led to being a child of God. Hallelujah. Now, once you have become a child, look at what it says in the Romans that we read. It says that if you are a child, then you have become co-heirs with Christ. Hello? And that co the, the co-heritance, if there is a word like that, the, the being part ownership with Christ, is that, that brings the empowerment. Everybody say the empowerment. Hallelujah. That is what brings the empowerment. So when when you have received Christ, the Spirit comes. You are led by the Spirit. The adoption papers become sealed by the Holy Ghost. You have become the child of God. So you can receive your healing right there. You can receive your breakthrough. You can, you can, you can, you can, you can everything you can think about when you became a Christian, when you received. That is by becoming the child, by receiving the power. I hope I'm making myself clear. That is by receiving the power through the Spirit and being born again. Hallelujah. The next level is by being empowered. And by being empowered, it's saying that, let's read there again, Romans 8 and verse um, 15. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. The Spirit you received brought you the adoption. We read that. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit and that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. Hallelujah. Now, let's 
uh, two nights ago, pastor preached um, Friday, and in Luke chapter number four, let's go there quickly. If I'm running too fast, wave your hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. Luke four. Yes, Luke four, let's go to, is it 16 to 19? I don't think I copied that scripture. Yes. So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as, he's, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed, uh-huh, A.V. He was handed, oh, your computer is frozen. He was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim the liberty to the captives and to uh, the recovery of sight to, build, uh, to, to the blind, blah, blah, blah. 19, uh-huh, to set the liberties, to, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Hey, 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 To set at liberty those who are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Be on your feet. We are not done, but be on your feet. Now, let's link these two scriptures. First, it says that, I'll read that part, and then we will do that. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God, and God has with Christ. Now, what is Christ saying? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. So today, you too, the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Oh, you didn't hear that? Are you co-heirs with Christ? You sure? Okay, you are going to put your right hand on your chest and speak it like Christ said. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Let's go. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Again, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Sit down. Thank you. Hallelujah. So that means you have been empowered. You have received the power. Because when the Spirit of the Lord came upon Christ, He says that I am here to proclaim liberty. If you don't have power, you can't proclaim liberty. But now that I've proven to you that you are co-heirs with Christ and you receive the Spirit then you have liberty. You, not only do you have liberty, no, your liberty is when you receive power. But when you are empowered, now you proclaim, oh my goodness, hallelujah. You proclaim liberty because you share in what Christ does. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that all authority, that's what Christ also says, all authority. Let's read that. I think I wrote that scripture down. All authority has been given unto me. I know I wrote it down too. Uh, let's read John 13.3. It may not be that, but John 13.3. 
Matthew 28, 18. Is that that one? Right, before that, let's read also John uh, 13, 3. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over every... Oh, students of the Bible. Are you not reading in your Bible? You are preaching with me, hallelujah. I don't preach alone, amen. I'm reading the NLT. If, you're, if you have an NIV, I think it says it's better. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything that he had come from God and would return to God. Hallelujah. That is what Jesus knew. Now, uh, before we were adopted as sons and daughters of Christ, Jesus was the only child of God. You know, you know that, right? Jesus was the only child of God. And after our adoption and our coheritance, I made that word up because we are cohers. I use that word to say coherent. We have, we have become parties to the same thing that Jesus received. Amen. If, now you have two kids. Hallelujah. If you make a will or if you have anything, Jonathan and his, and his sister will say, it is mine because it's my father's, right? But wait until you adopt somebody else. Hallelujah. Or you have a third child. That third child will claim the same thing. And they have co Co coheritance, hallelujah. <laughs> At least can say that Jonathan, you are the older one, so you take everything. No, they share it equally. Hello? Similarly, similarly, when Jesus was an only child, he, was, he had all the power alone, alone for himself. Until we showed up. <laughs> until you showed up. Hallelujah. Until you showed up. So when Jesus says that all authority has been given unto me from the Father. He's my father. So now, Jesus, you don't say that alone. Me too. Oh, yes. Me too. All authority. Stand up on your feet. Let's say that all too. Come on, come on, please, please. Speak with me. We are saying it also in faith. Put your right hand on your chest and say, All authority has been given unto me. Thank you. Have a seat. I want you to make this sink in your head. Hallelujah. Because we have received the power, now we are empowered. And that's why Jesus said that, and he was able, apart from, you know, I'm not, when I'm talking about power, it's not just power in the spirit, power over everything. When he went to the temple and he drove the people out who were making chacha, who were doing lottery there in the, in the temple, he didn't say that we are spiritual. It was physical. He saw people doing that and he had no authority to say, get out of my father's house. Physical power, authority. You have the power in your hands to make the things that are not going on right physically. Turn them around if you know the authority you have. Hallelujah. But if you don't know that you share this authority with Christ, then you are afraid. And that is why we come to God and carry back problems over and over because the reception itself, we don't even know. How much more the empowerment? How much more the second level where you use the power you have to empower others? To change things around you. Hallelujah. And that is why in Acts, since today is the day of Pentecost, like our sister was saying, oh, let's read the Matthew 28 too. Matthew 28, 18. As Poseidon said. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Hallelujah. He was an only child. But now, 
he ain't getting that authority alone. I got it too. And as, as a matter of fact, when he was going, he said that if you believe in my name, you will do more than I have done. You saw me cast out demons and you were perplexed. You saw me heal the sick and you were wondering, hey, watch out. Because when I leave, you are the new sons of God on earth. And you can do even more than I have done. He wasn't lying. Was he just lying? Oh, so why are we not raising the dead? Because we don't know what we have. And those who know, they do it. I heard about uh, some powerful men of God from Nigeria who are gone. Well, I forgot his name. Who, who, who raised the dead? Pray for people to, to, to rise. And it's not any sikito because they know what they have. If you don't recognize what you have, beside it, should I tell the story? Presiding elder, presiding elder took over the presiding eldership. We had a van. You know we have a van, right? Uh-huh. And presiding has been going around and around and not asking, thinking that he doesn't have a keys to the van. So every day, ah, you guys can do, can you make me a key? So one day, I'm like, presiding, are you sure you don't have the key? Because I gave it to the previous presiding. So if the previous presiding gave you stuff, then probably he gave you. But if he didn't, I'll make you another one. He said, okay, I'll go and check. I saw it. I see a key, but I'm not sure. I see a key. He went and he put it in and the van started. All these years, he had been carrying the key. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is how some of us are. We have the power we didn't know. And the devil looks at us and says, hey, hey, hey. they don't know. They don't know what they got. I will continue to trouble them. All authority has been given unto me. To Christ, co-heads with Christ to me. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, if, if you didn't know, all you got to wait for is to ensure that you get more infilling of the Holy Ghost. Because when the Holy Spirit comes, he rekindles your belief. He rekindles your authority. Remember the guy called Peter. The guy who uh, Jesus uh, was about to die and, uh, uh, and uh, people were saying that, do you know Christ? You too, you were like, ah, I can tell you were one of those who go to P.I., you, you, aren't you a PI person? Ah. So, no, 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 I don't go to PI. Perhaps you are around the place where they are boozing. So, you don't want people to know that you are, you are not doing the right thing. So, so, no, 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 no. That is what Peter did. No, no, I don't know him. That man, I've never met him in my life. But wait until the Holy Ghost came. If you read in Acts chapter number 8, Acts chapter number 2, we are going to skip. We all know what is in Acts 1-8, right? The Bible says that when the Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power. Right? Acts 1-8. Project that, please. Yes. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When the Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power. So this same Peter, who was a timid guy, who was running away from little kids, who were trying to associate him with Christ, he stood up on, after the Holy Ghost had come. In uh, Acts chapter number 2, verse 1 to 4, the Bible says that they stood up. And this Peter, who was running away, said, I don't know Jesus. This time he stood and said that I am here to defend this name. This same person you crucified, he is the one who is doing these miracles. Why? Because the power had come. If you knew the power, if Peter knew before Jesus died, he got the power, he would have to say that, I know him, but wait until I get the Holy Ghost. You just take it easy. Hallelujah. Amen. So you got something big. You got something big. You got the power and you have been empowered. 
You have been empowered. We don't want anything to take over our lives. We don't, I don't want, when I was preparing to come, I told God, it's enough to preach. We've been preaching for too long. Let miracles follow. I don't want the same old, you know, come and preach, you go, come and preach, you go. So if you are here and you are facing something, the Holy Ghost is here to tap you. Hallelujah. I told him, if you want to tell me somebody's name, tell me. But so far, he hasn't told me a name yet. <laughs> don't be scared. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. I, I am tired of going to church and doing the same thing. I mean, you know, always going back, you cry. No, 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 no. You got the power. Tell neighbor, you got the power. Oh, come on, man. Say, neighbor, you have received power. And you have been empowered. Hallelujah. The Bible says that, and when, let's read Acts chapter number 2, verse 1 to 4. When the, when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, I like that word, and suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled and the Holy, with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Hallelujah. That's a fresh infilling of the Holy Ghost. Now, if you, if you go to a state where you feel like you, have, you are empty, you can't do anything, just, just summon yourself to your closet and don't ask for anything. Ask for Holy Ghost infilling. That is one of the most powerful prayers a believer will pray. But we don't. There's two things, worship and infilling. Let your prayer be filled with worship. When you worship God, you tell him how great he is. And if some, something is telling them, something is telling you that they are greater than God, God gets angry. Say, ah. Now he knows or she knows that I'm greater. And then this thing is trying to make them feel that I'm not greater. God will put that thing away. And then the second thing is, to empower yourself to do something that you have never done before. Ask for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! It may be a sin that you can't stop. It may be something you've struggled with so many years. Ask for this. You do, uh, you, you do it a little bit and then you pray and then you go back and then as you move, the moment you hit a place that is better than the same temptation comes, ask the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah! Because he's going to not only power, empower you, he's not, only, he's not only going to fill you with power, he's going to empower you to overcome that which you couldn't do by your strength. Hallelujah. That is what the infilling does. The Bible says that when they have gathered, all of a sudden, suddenly, suddenly, the Bible says that when Jesus was taken up, they were looking in the sky, waiting to see what would happen. This morning, if you have been looking in the sky, you've been praying and looking in the star, in the sky, I want you to stop looking in the sky. Begin to receive the Holy Ghost. Begin to ask for the Holy Spirit's infilling. Oh, I pray that you'll be able to stand and pray and feel the heat in your palm. Have you experienced that before? Praying and lifting your hands up and say, God, fill me until your hands begin to shake. I'm not talking about doing it in church, oh, brother. If you want to experience what we are talking about, when you can say that, I have all authority, like Jesus said, you got to experience the power of the Holy Ghost. Pray in your closet until you feel the heat, until your hands begin to shake, until your knees begin to wobble. Then you know the Holy Ghost has come. And when you get out of that closet, just don't smile. Act like, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like an angry Nigerian politician. <laughs> hallelujah. I like an angry Nigerian politician and command things that be not as though they were. Why? 
because you have been empowered by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. This morning, that is why Jesus said to uh, the people, Mark, Mark 16, uh, 15, the Bible, uh, 15 to 16, that he said to them, go into all the world. Right after that experience at Pentecost, these are the things that God told them to do. First, uh, I mean, let's, let's first start, start from Acts chapter number 4, verse 33. With great power, the apostles continued to testify with great power after the experience of the Holy Ghost, which all, all that it was was the Spirit. Did we read anything secret? All that happened was the Holy Spirit's infilling. Spirit of God coming and filling them. The Bible says that like a mighty rushing wind taking over and tongues of fire coming on. You may not see the tongues of fire, but like I'm saying, if you were like me, just heat, feel for the heat in your palm. That's my tongue of fire. Hallelujah. After that, the Bible says in uh, Acts 4.33 that with great power, the apostles, with great power. Where did that power come from? After the experience. The apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord. Why? Because that experience came. That infilling came. Hallelujah. Matthew 28, 18, we already read that. And uh, if we read in uh, Mark 16, 15, the Bible says that go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs, everybody say these signs. These signs will accompany those who believe in my name, they will drive out demons. That is also a sign of the empowerment. Now, not only have your own demons been cast out, now you are going to preach the gospel, and in, in the name of Christ, you will drive out demons. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, this is here, and I didn't know. Hallelujah. Amen. By, by, the, by the power that is at work in you, in Christ Jesus, you will drive out demons because you have been empowered. Power has come and you got the power to distribute power. Empowerment means you share power. You know, if power, if you need to let power go, accomplish, you let that power go. So you send stuff. You speak stuff. When we read about when Jesus said that the spirit of, of the Lord was upon me and he has anointed me to do this. When the spirit comes upon you and you have been empowered, you do stuff, including speaking the gospel, including telling your mind and not being afraid when they are surrounded by a bunch of illiterates who are in college who say that there's no God. Oh my goodness. They don't know what they're about. You are in school to, to study and a professor who has been in the dungeon of hell comes and says that there's no God. They are atheists. They have uh, learned some, uh, uh, some evolution and some adaptation and they think there's no God because there's a big bang. And then you born of God. You sit in the class and you accept it and you come and when people are preaching, you doubt. God forbid. Tell your neighbor, God forbid. Hallelujah. Because when you receive the power, you distribute power. So you can affect your friends who begin to think and, and you know, wobble in the things that you know are right. Hallelujah. So we are bringing a message to a close. I just want to make sure that you realize that you have been given the power for yourself, for your own enablement. That is the first step. The second step comes when you wait on God and feel the heat. Tell your neighbor, wait on God and feel the heat in your palms. Hallelujah. That is the empowerment time. The first level, as soon as you became, you believed the gospel. That is when the adoption spirit came and sealed it. So you became the son or child of God. Now the second level to empower 
to be empowered, now you got to feel the Spirit. You got to crawl the Holy Ghost down. Close your door sometimes, beloved, and, and yearn that the Spirit comes and the Holy Ghost will come. And when that happens, you are going to distribute. You are going to be empowered and do that which is above that nobody can do. You are able to do it. Why? Because of the Spirit that has come upon you. Amen. Amen. Now, share the... Um, is everybody having uh, the Lord's Supper? We are going to pray. And I want you to pray this prayer you haven't prayed before. Talk to God and say, God, I've been a Christian for this many years. Maybe just last week. However long you have been. Ask God that I dine with you this time. And I want this dinner with you to become the beginning of my empowerment. That I won't stay the same way I was. But I'm going to be like I have just experienced the Pentecost uh, 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 encounter. I want, to, I want to begin to act and, and do like somebody who has waited on God. I want to begin to yearn for your presence. I want to begin to, to commune with your spirit. Like the uh, scripture said in John 1 down, it says that the spirit himself, when your own spirit and the Holy Spirit talk, <laughs> It's funny when I read it. It said the Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit. You don't know you are you are sleeping and your and your spirit and the Holy Spirit are talking. I believe He's a child. I believe He's a child. Hallelujah! That's what He said. That's what He said in John one, verse one to eleven. Hallelujah! Amen. So I'm praying that God, I want my spirit to yearn, to, to link up with you. I, I want to link up my spirit with yours. I want to have an experience that, like I've never had before. I want to be able to say that, yes, I'm a new creation, but it doesn't end from being just a Christian. I've moved a step up, and now I've received the Holy Ghost, and not only that, I'm able to give up of the Holy Spirit. If you are here and you haven't been baptized of the Holy Ghost, this is the time to pray. Say, God, as I done with you, beloved, you don't always have to be called in the front and laid hands on. Sometimes it helps in your faith. Other times you don't. When I was prayed for in the church to get Holy Ghost baptism, I went home sad because I didn't get it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Some years ago, they called those who want to come holy, who want to get the Holy Ghost baptism, come in the front. And I went. And a lot of them spoke and I went not speaking. But that wasn't the end. Hallelujah. That wasn't the end. Amen. After I went home, the Spirit of God came to me and he began to, he began to touch me. He began to touch me and change my lips. So I got the baptism at home. So if your fellowship is with the Holy Ghost, it doesn't have to be, come here and let me touch you. No. Just have a communion, like John said. Let your spirit begin to talk with the Spirit of God. Let the two spirits agree. And as they agree, it doesn't matter where you are. You can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Just pray over it. Close your eyes. There is power Power, wonder-working power in the blood. Whatever you want the Lord to change for you, this is, this is just a, a sign. You are asking God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. That from today, you are going to commune with the Lord like never before. Your spirit will link up with the Spirit of God. Your spirit will link up with the Holy Ghost. Shows blood of the Open your mouth and pray. Oh, there is Ramasakata Yezi and the Debesua. We be be suki mande debe. Raba baba bazande de makiata. Libi be be basi and rebusuku and debu. Mababa baba basande de makaya and debu. 
Blood mm, of the land. 